Yeah, have a fucking listen to that. You can't. Hello, everybody. Bit weird, but fair enough. I guess time again, and I'm going overseas once more. I'm landing in the beautiful little island of uh, what do you call it? Britain? Cesspit. Right. We're over in the UK, and my guest this evening. Well, let me take a deep breath. Hang on. Oh God. <laughs> he is ha- a podcaster. His podcast, the first, I think the first one I um, found out about was Strange Times, which is a weekly comedy podcast uh, with Davian and uh, some uh, other vagabonds. And then through that, I discovered The Bitter Sound, which Mm. is a very abstract, dark comedy, kind of surreal, um, I don't know, pieces. Well, how how do you describe them? Um, uh, how would I describe strange times to start with? Um, it, it, it's, it's, uh, as you say, a weekly or almost weekly, um, late night chat show with the emphasis of late night because we do use rather grown up language. Yeah. It's just us trying to make sense of the world. It's, uh, me and, uh, uh, two other girls, I'm really not selling it that well, but um, we are, um, oh, how can I describe this? Uh, we are, as uh, Nazis would say, uh, bleeding heart liberal country. Roads. Um, that is to say that we like people and we think people shouldn't be treated like country uh, Yeah, and uh, yeah, we, yeah, we just despair at the world and d- discuss it online um, yeah, quite often. You don't think people this- should be treated like country well, um, Nazis should be treated like for no. sure, but um, I don't class us as people. So, uh, all right. Well, that no, here's no. a question off the cuff. How? Where do you stand on? Sorry, off your what? Cuff. Oh, oh, right, cuff. Sorry, I thought you said <laughs> again. Sorry. <laughs> where do you stand? Okay, given given the we obviously know your politics now. Where do you stand on the whole punch a Nazi versus don't punch a Nazi argument, i.e. the one side being Nazis deserve what they get, so if you see one, punch them. The other argument being that all punching a Nazi will do is solidify themselves further into their way of thinking and give them sympathy amongst people who might be borderline Nazis. Um... And this won't surprise all the Nazis out there, um, being a, a bleeding heart liberal um, pussy, I think they like to call us, um, uh, Snowflake. Um, I'm most of the time a pacifist. Uh, I don't think anyone should be punched really just for that sort of thing. If it comes to self-defense or uh, stopping someone else from getting fucked over, um, then um, uh, uh, fight fire with fire for sure. But um, generally speaking, no. Let's, right, use, so... let's use clever words to fight the Nazis, like calling them um, uh, uh, gammons and, and, well... Okay, so Goebbels walks into your house... Bless you. ...kicks over your 
computer, grabs your grabs your birth certificate, wipes his ass with that, you know, starts throwing fruit at your kids. What are you doing? You're asking him to leave? I'd be very... Well, well I'd, I'd have to take a few nanoseconds to work out how the fuck he got in the house <laughs> in the first place. They have good doctors in Argentina. Um, yes, yes, apparently so. Argentina, cruel race. I think we had a war with them last um, um, century. Uh, <laughs> um, right, so what would I do? Uh, assuming that I'd had the presence of... Uh, or, or lack of presence of mind to um, uh, let the fucking ball sack in. Um, I'll probably get my son or my daughter or both of them to get out their phones um, or mobile phones, as I believe the cool kids say, and, and, and start recording the video of me basically just throwing random insults that um, the twat wouldn't understand. Uh, if he started throwing things around, then I'd probably throw them back with a little bit more force than he threw then he threw them at me right. uh, to see how he would react, and, and I'd, 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 I'd take a judgment call from there. I wouldn't so, immediately, so rather, I wouldn't immediately stab him in the fucking eyeball. Okay, so rather than punch him, you would uh, put him in a TikTok. By the sounds of things, TikTok. Oh goodness, I I only discovered TikTok very recently. I thought it was the preserve of um, like thirteen-year-old uh, girls and their uh, paedophiles. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm currently neither. Still is. I'm the rich, but I, I wouldn't know. Um, um, I do uh, like watching the odd one, though, because I like... I'm going to be honest. I like watching the cute kitten videos because most oh. of my life is so fucking shit. I like to cheer myself up with cute kittens falling out of a tree. You're not one of the people that thinks that having the TikTok app on your phone is letting the Chinese in to see what's oh, going on. Oh, the Chinese are welcome. I have, look... <laughs> I have in my hand a piece of paper. Oh, that was a famous person. I have a Huawei tablet and a Huawei phone. I fucking love Chinese stuff. They can spy on me as much as they like, really. Um, I'm a very honest person, and most of my dodgy stuff, I've already spilt my guts out online years ago anyway, so I've got nothing to hide. All they're going to find out is how many times a day you're playing Depeche Mode, I suppose. Um, I don't play Depeche Mode much these days. Um, no. no. Violator was the last decent album, and that's what I would fight people over. <laughs> oh, but their stuff afterwards was so industrial. Fuck off. Violator was the last good album, and that's kind of borderline because they were at that point ripping off New Order, as so many other bands do. <coughs> the Cure. Um, <laughs> uh, Who decides yeah. that industrial equals good? Who are these people? Well... <sighs> To me, industrial is just louder gated snare drums, which I'm used to already because, you know, I remember the 80s. Um, industrial equals, uh, oh, we couldn't be bothered to produce it properly, so it sounds all grungy and echoey. Um, yeah, crap goth. Industrial equals crap goth. It's like, oh, it's so emo. Oh, emo, yeah, that's uh, goth music that shit and with proper makeup. Goths don't have proper makeup. Have it smudged. All right, well, well, that explains strange times. And now, how would you describe the bitter oh, sound? <laughs> we were talking about strange times. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, well, that's uh, that's the uh, yeah. We go off on tangents quite a lot, um, mainly down to my um, um, ongoing struggle with sobriety. All I can say is no alcohol for a long time. But um, the other bits and pieces are still proving to be a problem. The, the bitter sound. Okay. Um, that The bitter sound happened 
Um, I uh, when I was listening to a radio show uh, a long time ago called Blue Jam by Chris Morris, he of uh, many um, brilliant radio shows and TV programs and now films. I got rather pissed off that it says Blue Jam finished. I thought, oh. Imagine that, but like mixing some elements of like other oh, comedy stuff I like, like uh, bizarre stuff like Kenny Everett when he was on TV, uh, Adrian Just uh, from the radio, um, and, and, and uh, plus me taking lots of acid. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and I, yeah, yeah, I just started like getting lot, lots of like weird stuff together. Designed it to be listened to on kind of headphones or speakers because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, um, Oh God! What? Oh, uh, what? No, uh, not ATN. That's ask to mouth. What? Uh, uh, what's the uh, thing for um, AMSR? Uh, uh, ASMR. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it might be ATM. I mean, like you could listen to it and have ATM. I guess. Quite unhygienic, <laughs> though. Uh, no, I, I thoroughly recommend the bitter sound, and obviously a lot of people. Uh, feel strongly about it too, because I assume, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, that your work on that um, got the attention of people to lead you to be one of the producers of the current BBC series The Skewer, which is a a um, again uh, I'd say a bit of a surreal uh, audio montage of what's happening in the news. It's as the lead producer and um, general overlord overseer Ubermeister. John Holmes, uh, yeah, go John. Um, yeah, yeah a, a satirical river of sound. Uh, basically, it is ninety nine point nine 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 percent comprised of uh, found audio, uh, whether that's from um, a YouTube or news sources or listening to the radio. We take bits and then we think, ooh, um, Boris Johnson is going on about this. How can we satirise this? And then uh, there'll be all oh, Big word alert coming along. It took me ages to learn how to say this. Juxtapose. <laughs> I thought it was always a song title by Super Fairy Animals. Turns out it's an actual proper word. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we uh, juxtapose. I, I can't say it properly because I'm not used to proper words. So I put on a silly voice. Juxtapose it with um, uh, 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 stuff. <laughs> Very mm. descriptive. Uh, so, for example, the last episode, one of the bits I did, there was a really awful um, single in the 70s in the UK, I don't know if you were aware of it, by an artist, well, an artist, an actor called Clive Dunn, who was in a series called, um, oh, fuck me, that wasn't the title of the series. No, uh, Dad, wow. Dad's Army, Dad's Army, and uh, he was an old codger in there, and he brought you out... You forgot this... Dad's Army? Yeah, and he, yeah, I am old, and he brought out a single, uh, a Christmas single, funnily enough, bless him called Grandad. Uh, Grandad, we love you. And so I thought, well, yeah, I'm going to sample that and mix in with the sounds of old people dying from COVID, or as I like to call it, lung AIDS, in hospital. And, and oh. it, yeah, it's just all sorts of things like that, you know. Haunt we, we, mentioned, we mentioned he delves into the dark a little, so there you go. Yes. I, I also cannot recommend The Skewer enough if you're a newsy and um, uh, into audio, you you have to listen to that. Did you come to their attention via Bitter Sound? Is that how it happened? Um, someone... Did you, did you just submit stuff and say, well, cop this? I said, get a load of this one, baby. <laughs> yeah, someone forwarded, forwarded, did, 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 me the uh, tweet and said, oh, uh, yeah, uh, looking for people to create wonderful, dark, strange audio for, oh, hang on a minute, guess a job, I can do that. 
Yeah. And I basically, I just chopped out five minutes of the bit of sound and sent them that. I didn't think anything of it. it uh, I was probably drunk back. Well, I, I was drunk, so I was still drinking back then. I said, yeah, have a fucking listen to that. Country I think I might have actually <laughs> used those words. And, <laughs> and he emailed me back saying, uh, come to a meeting in London. This was a few years ago when uh, people could meet without either um, yeah. um, um, getting syphilis or lung AIDS. And, uh, yeah, met with him and his producer, uh, a fucking audio genius called Tony Chernside, and some other guys. And we became this core team for this skewer. And that's when we did the pilot. Um, Christ, that was a couple of years ago. And we did two series or seasons from Third World Country last year. Awards. Um, and yeah, we're on um, series. We're on series three at the moment, um, and um, it doesn't have fucking head in because it has to be current. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I just. I, I the thought of how much work would go into that gives me palpitations. I gotta say. Uh, um, oh yeah, uh, my beta block intake is like fucking tripled. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna pause there because my. I don't know if people can hear. My cat is yelling at me through the door. I'm going to go and um, just have a what's the cat's name? Shall I freestyle? Charlie. Charlie is the cat. You want me to freestyle Charlie? I I I don't do that anymore. (laughs) One moment. Now, dear listener, what you haven't seen or sawed, if you can't say words properly, um, the mighty strip bugging, and he's mighty. He's a funny fucker. Lovely voice, very good to find cheekbones. Frankly, I would. Um, yeah, but he's just stood up, um, and I've seen his pants. Now, I'm not talking about um, pants in the American version, i.e. trousers. I'm talking about underclothes. <sighs> oh, he's back now, so I'm going to shut up. Oh, oh, was that a rap about Charlie for two minutes? Or? Yeah, give it a name. You're a British man from Britain, right? I'm a I'm I'm a Welsh man from Britain. Yes. All right. A Welsh, not British. <sighs> I didn't spend very long in Wales. Um, I think my family were very keen to exit it quite quickly. We stayed in Manchester for a while, and then we came down here. Sorry, I'm I'm talking again. I'll shut up. Go on. I think it's probably a little difficult as an Australian for me to understand the scope of what's happening over there with the COVID gear. Now, well, let me take it back a step. The last few years of Brexit and then into COVID. Um, genuine question, no joke attached. All right, go on. Then. Has the mean mood of the country plummeted like do you think generally as as a country the it's everyone's a lot more down um tricky one it depends who you speak to on a general level generalizing about general things generally speaking the mood is lower now a lot of the rest of that development will be dependent on which side of the political fence you're sitting on we still have over here uh people that think that uh lung aids sorry coronavirus is is you know largely made up oh it's just a case of the flu you can fix it with zinc and vitamin d and there are uh, what i like to call sensible people like me that are saying um 
no, it's serious. Mm. Even on the infinitesimal chance that you might be right, Mr. Uh, racist gammon Brexit voting country. Is it really worth the risk? Wear a fucking mask. Don't go out and mingle. The mood is low. Uh, people are arguing about all sorts now. A stupid thing. I think the one bit of common ground be- between the rabid right and the rabid left, because there's rabid left wingers as well, you know, obviously, is that um, this government, uh, to quote the late great Bill Hicks, um, it's a case of too little, too late. Um, mm. You know, it was apparent just, just just from looking around that there was going to be a second swing at this fucking lung AIDS. Um, nothing was done. Um, yeah. Things were closed too late. Is that ideologically fueled or just ineptitude? As in things done too late because there wasn't enough belief by people who do things that it was enough of a concern or just they didn't know how to... The thing is, you're asking a lefty, so my opinion will be biased and you might want to canvas for uh, the opposing side. But no, no, I think that the current government... They were, like, caught off guard. It wasn't in their script. Um, they didn't have any procedures to deal with it because it didn't involve making money for them. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget these are Tories. Tories are all about making money. Capitalism, capitalism, capitalism. Responsible capitalism, fine. Their sort of capitalism gets a fuck. Um, they didn't know how to deal with it. But rather than look at the rest of the world, like your good old country, and especially your naughty cousins... Um, New Zealand, for the rest of the world that don't know what I mean by that. Um, in, 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 instead of looking at the frankly brilliant example that you uh, that you set, not so much your um, head of head of the country because he seems like a bit of a dick, um, but by and large, Australia and New Zealand seem to get a hand on it pretty well. I mean, last time I was speaking to um, um, my Strange Times co-host Cat, you know, it's 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 like your your cases over there. At, Oh, God, I'm about to say a word I can't pronounce properly. I put on a silly voice, infinitesimal, um, compared to <laughs> ours. I mean, uh, what what did we get to last week, a few days ago? Um, the good old proud United Kingdom, 100,000 deaths. That's more civilian mm. deaths than in World War II, I think. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Well, um, I, I think... I th- but the problem is, I mean, you know, Australia and New Zealand have the advantage of being island nations over England. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, hang on. That doesn't work as a comparison, doesn't it? Just uh, oh, just play some lift music over that. <laughs> That's oh, what I do. Okay. All right. Well, my final question before we actually get to what we should. For, for somebody who's outside, can you explain what Boris Johnson is exactly? Because to us over here, it looks uh-huh. like you've you've grabbed someone who lives under a bridge and stuck in a suit in front of some cameras to stammer about. Well, um, he uh, first, he, like many others of his kind and have passed through the um, same sort of uh, portals of um, power, he was educated at Eton. I don't know if that means anything. Um, uh, If you're educated at Eton in England... Uh, then you're destined for glory, especially because your daddy's probably got a portion, a large bank balance. Uh, so, it, yeah, he's a, prov- a privately educated, uh, privileged um, white twat. Um, and um, 
he was quite funny in the late 80s, early 90s, because he was this ridiculous Tory buffoon who, who would appear on chat shows with his stupid straggly hair. And he would occasionally occasionally say something that we'd laugh at and we'd go, oh, look at him with his silly hair. Um, um, oh, not quite as silly as Robert Smith's, but, you know, still silly because he's blonde and, you know, blonde. You know, there are some parallels to another silly-haired recent world leader, isn't in there? Oh, yeah, I'm not saying the T-word. Um, <laughs> no, he hasn't got proper hair. He's got a comb-over. And he's gone, he's gone, the silly... He's gone, he's it. His name is Trump. But, oh, sorry. But he was someone who, you know, people would generally laugh at until they weren't because he all of a sudden he was where he was. <laughs> I was in a good mood until you mentioned him. But anyway, um, Boris Johnson, yeah, um, um, regularly on comedy shows and stuff, uh, bit, a bit of a figure of fun, lampooned in a magazine over here called Private Eye. You'd like that, Stuart. Then he got himself Mayor of London, and we thought, oh, how jolly quaint this is. This buffoon from chat shows, Mayor of London. And then the insidious uh, little prick um, ended up running the country and um, taking taking over Brexit, which is working out brilliantly, especially (laughs) if you're a musician trying to make money. Oh, yeah, I bet. Uh, Why can't anyone hand the fucker a comb? This is, I guess, the most pressing question. Uh, A brush, a bit of brill cream, something. No, now, if you handed him a comb, he'd he'd instantly put it to his mouth and try to do a <laughs> sound effect with it because that's the sort of thing you do. Uh, he'd find it jolly funny, but he wouldn't shake your hand if you were darker than a cardboard box. <laughs> On that note, I will say that, yeah, this has been the longest introduction we've I'm ever done. I'm so sorry, done. but you keep asking me questions. Um, I didn't. I didn't say it for you to be apologetic. I'm saying it as a look at us. Look at look what we've done. We've done. We've done this before we've even got to the content. All right. Here is our law of the week. And given I'm talking to one of her subjects, this law involves your regent. My what? Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that lady? Uh, Yeah. Always in hats. Always looking grim. Uh, drags a corpse around with her sometimes yes. to events. Yes, for um, the Greek. At some point during the run of the show Game of Thrones, um, she visited the set and met all the actors, and that was all obviously very nice for everybody. And then they invited her to sit on the Iron Throne, uh, which she refused to do. Quite right. Um, and it turns out the reason for that is because of an obscure rule where um, she is not allowed to sit on a foreign throne at all. So this is, this is, this is a law that exists. I mean, you could, you could put an argument forward that a, what's essentially a prop doesn't constitute a foreign throne at all. Mm. But, um, but yeah, the optics of it... Um, are something that she wanted to not have out there because for, for respect for this rule. So, um, yeah, the uh, Iron Throne counts, apparently, according to Lizzie. Well, it well, it's foreign to um, her estate, 
But that's not to say that people couldn't Photoshop it if they wanted to. Hey. No, no. And I think, you know, she is what? What is she now? 93, 94? Uh, she's 90, 50, 130. Yeah, yeah she, uh, she, she's well old. She's probably sitting there going, if I sit on that, there'll be fucking memes everywhere. Do you um, reckon yeah. she ever took it up the arse? The Iron Throne? No. Uh, um, <laughs> you, you feel the Greek, you said, though, right? Um, yeah, that's what um, 70s comedians would have called him, yeah. Right. Because um, so, his name is Greek? Philip. And he, well, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get all into that, and eh? Hey, hey, hey. All right, hey. well, well um, if you'd like to do a quick impression of that event happening, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, how disappointing. Oh. Well, there you go. Try again tomorrow. I get um, that a lot. All right. Um, Are we doing the show this? yet? Uh, we'll start soon. I'll let you know. All right. Um, do you have a story that you want to tell me at all? <laughs> I've got various stories I can tell you. I mean, it depends whether you want to have any relevance to this um, broadgram or not. Yeah, uh, something that might fit within the zeitgeist of this show. Ooh, zeitgeist. I like that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't use it enough because I know what it means, but I'm not confident enough to say it. If you notice earlier on when I was struggling over the word juxtaposition, there you go, juxtaposition. Um, Yeah, I I, I know clever words, but not that confident enough to say them. Um, Weird things, uh, stories and stuff. I'm quite into like me um, superhero shit and stuff. And it was something that caught my eye totally. I think I made a brilliant fucking superhero, and it's very weird, but, you know, fair enough. Um, Is it fair enough? Well, 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 we can discuss it. Basically, (laughs) man with two sets of DNA. I mean, literally, what the farm? Um, I haven't read too much about it, because I just keep staring at the headline thinking, oh, my God, what a fucking (laughs) amazing superhero that would be. But um, so, yeah, this is this is a bloke who's uh, obviously well, the, the standard is one, one Ugh. set of DNA per person. Usually, so he's got two. Well, yeah, yeah. and uh, basically he he I don't know why, but he had a bone marrow transplant, probably for some I don't know some cancer shit. That's the sort of thing you get that sort of stuff for. You don't normally get it for fun, do you? You don't like apply. Hello, can I have some extra bone marrow, please? Uh, if there's any leftovers, give it to my Labrador Betty. Yeah. Um, no, uh, doctor uh, doesn't have a dipstick. Just stick it uh, in. Well, well yes, yeah, some doctors do have a dipstick, and they do stick it where they should. Not on the NHS, of course, because that's wonderful. Even though the Tory government are ruining it. Um, no, <laughs> sorry, this guy. Yeah, um, bone marrow transplant must have been for. I don't know, leukaemia or... or, 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 or so. Do you know what? Shall I read the story more? Yes, funnily enough, there you go, cancer. <laughs> um, but, like, years after. You made me laugh when you said uh, cancer. That's that's awful. The, well, no, it's not if you're used to listening to Derek and Clive. Yeah, so, yeah, this poor old guy, his, his his name's Chris. His surname's Long, which I should imagine, like, I mean, like, if he gets down on his luck and has got a large penis... He's got his stage name sorted out for starters, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Bone Marrow Chris... Bone Marrow Chris Long. He will long you with his bone marrow. Anyway, um, (laughs) he's learned a few years afterwards... um, Are you crying, Stuart? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just thinking of this poor bloke who, um, who. But it, it makes sense. I mean, it's it's it writes itself. Really, you get a bone marrow transplant, your body goes a bit weird. You resort to porn. Your name's long, and yeah. there are plenty of bone puns you can get into your script. Yeah, literally writes itself. But yeah, <laughs> years afterwards, uh, the poor fucker realizes that um, he shares the DNA of his uh, doner kebab. Oh, sorry, donor. Um, so hang on, he, he's he's got the marrow transfusion, yeah, and then so at some point later, the doctors have said, "Oh, by the way, you're two people in one. <laughs> You've got another person's DNA in there." Um, wow, that's well, this it, has got to be. Is this well, it? This must be the only. I'm not going to ask you questions because, like, this must be the only time this has happened. Surely. Um, I don't know, and don't call me Shirley. I can't believe I've just used that one. I can't. Be- sorry, sorry. Leslie Nielsen's uh, dead. He's not coming after you. No, excellent. I wish he would. I'd, 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 I'd let him catch me. But that, but that's another story. <laughs> I have a thing about granddads. There's no one quite like granddad. Anyway, so yeah, poor person. Um, yeah, he discovers later on, years later, after blood tests, probably to make sure he's um, um, not getting that fun thing called cancer. Crazy little thing called cancer. <laughs> um, yeah, he's discovered he's got the DNA of his um, donor. Now, That's... here's the thing. Mm. What are the legal ramifications there, though, eh? So, sorry, you're... Uh, yeah, we're talking about because famously DNA used for, you know, identifying people at crime scenes potentially. <laughs> well, exactly. Like and um, I mean, like, I mean, I, I can already see how I'd go with this. I mean, if I had someone else's doner kebab and uh, my DNA changed, um, I'd, 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 I'd go out and do something. No, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd sow the seeds first. I'd, I'd start sort of like like being weird. Be, people probably wouldn't notice but then i'll do something horrendous and say oh i've got someone else's um dna doner kebab in me um and and it it's not me it's him yeah he made me do it what about yeah. this what if, what if you after this you go on and have a family how would you know if the kids are yours or Ooh, all your donors oh i see where you're going with that one i mean Please, we will steer back to the superhero thing at some point because I, 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 there's fucking knowledge in there. We could be millionaires this time next year. Um, the old patronage thing, smash the patriarchy. Um, no, I genuinely mean that. Um, yeah, who? Well, they'd have to. Well, I mean, okay, I mean, like this is probably quite easy to sort out because if they're able to like test the blood to see that there are two sets of DNA, they'd probably just say, um, "Yo, Chris, Chris Long." Are you as long as I say you are? Have a wank into this cup, um, <laughs> and then like we can test it. Um, so, uh, so like they'll um, test his man source. But um, do you think? Do you think if he finds no, out? I, that, I try not to. Sorry. What? Do you, if, if he finds out that the kid has the donor's DNA, is he within his rights to go and drop it on his doorstep and knock on the door and go, "Here you go, that's yours." What? Drop it on his own doorstep. Drop the baby on the donor's doorstep and say, well, here, this I'll, is your I, kid. I don't know, generally speaking, dropping babies is frowned on because their bones are... Well, I don't know, they're quite bouncy, though, babies, to a certain age. You could probably yeah, drop but, it, okay. it, it. It bounce a bit. I mean, if you dropped on a spike, it'd probably be a bit game over, but... 
but what if 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 it uh, you know broke some bones in the drop and then needed a marrow transfusion from someone else, we could get a kind oh, of four way situation get four going. Four way, and everyone likes a four way. Yeah, um, I've seen yeah. films that actually start like this. <laughs> Starring Chris Long, by the sounds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, mate. It's in, it's been in front of us like the big throbbing cock that it is chris schlong there you go there, there you go. go um look i'm gonna read up about chris long a bit more later i i assume there's more to the story um including kind of you know is he still alive or has, is, is having two sets of dna potentially fatal but 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 sorry to butt in that's quite uncommonly rude of me dna testing isn't 100 percent though so, oh, okay. you know, and, you know, you've got to consider the ripple effect. I'm actually being a bit sensible here. The ripple effects of, like, the DNA testing. Because he could, um, I mean, say, for example, okay, go, I'm going a bit dark here, but uh, say, for example, okay, let's go extreme and dark. Uh, let's say that he discovers, uh, like, like, he's a white supremacist, and he discovers that the DNA <laughs> is from a black gentleman. How would he deal with this if he was um, 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 like like really suffering with um, serious mental health stuff? It could fuck him up. The, and and, and I think sitcom. even well, oh oh well, yeah. Let yeah, erase that bit because like I mean like that's our next bit. Sounds sketch we could collaborate on. There you go. So he's um, I think maybe the DNA could be like uh, manifest itself as a as a voice in his head. Perhaps. Well, this is the thing. From what I've read of the story, I haven't seen if it's manifested itself in any particular physical ways. Um, oh, I'm working on the sketch here. Oh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> well, we can tie this in with the superhero thing. Oh, by the way, isn't WandaVision fantastic? Um, I love WandaVision. I, I, yeah. For the first time in my life, I became one of the people who was sitting there working out the time difference so because I was sitting in front of it waiting for the episode to drop. The last one, so... Drop. Oh, right. If you're listening from outside of Australia, to be released. <sighs> What's wrong with drop? Drop's all right, isn't it? Yeah. To me, drop is like what you do in the morning after your first snout of the day. You go and um, sit on the phone room and... Drop the kids off at the pool if you know. Well, what I mean. Lizzie doesn't, but anyway. Yeah, I know. I've seen the video. Oh. Um. Look, I might move on to my story if that's all right. Um, oh right, okay. Never mind the fucking superhero things we could talk about. Yeah, oh, go sorry. On. Sorry. Go, no, oh no, it's your fucking show. Do you fucking like? <laughs> 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 anyway, mate, can I have two bits of DNA? Could be a superhero. We will never know. There you go. Right to yourself. Okay, but I, I, just quickly thinking now, I'm, what would his superpowers be? DNA just kind of lobs jizz at you and you you don't know whether it's his or someone else's. Maybe he wow. infects you with extra DNA. Then obviously his penis would suddenly grow three times in length. At will. <laughs> All he has to do is look Who's at a will? pitch. Um, oh, grow at him. Uh, no, um, no. All you have to do is look at a, a picture of Bill Cosby, and his penis suddenly it, like grows to three times its length. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what that could really do in the way of crime prevention, but um, <laughs> I'm sure HBO would pick it up. They well, pick up. Ra- writers get paid a lot of money to figure that out. That's fine. Riders on the horn. So take him by the glands. Oh, sorry. 
Let me tell you uh, about Pope Formosa. Bit of a nosy bastard. A lot of the time, popes kind of get involved in, you know, politics and wars and so on when there's a direct need for them to or they're, you know, obliged to. This guy just got involved in everything. He was just in in people's faces about politics, getting involved in all conflicts, particularly with the emperor at the time, Guy III of Spoleto. So, yeah, I won't go into a lot of detail because we'll be here for an hour, but we've got a a, a, a guy who was pope for five years, got involved in a shit ton of stuff he didn't need to, pissed a lot of people off, including... The emperor at the time, right? Ooh. So, he got put on trial. Right. Problem is, it was uh, quite a few years after he died. So, right. um, this is known as the Cadaver Synod. They hated this guy so much that uh, his body was pulled out of the ground. He was put back into his papal clothes and he was put on a throne in front of uh, uh, new pope and the emperor and the whole court. So they put him on trial for... um, They decided that he was unworthy of being a pope. Very worthwhile after dead or whatever it was. Everything that he put in place when he was pope was annulled. And then after they'd had the trial and decided he was guilty, they started ripping all the clothes off him right. to shame him. When I say him, his corpse that's sitting there in the court, obviously. Yeah, and what with him being uh, dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. The three fingers off his Ooh. right hand. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was going to get a bit exciting then. Go on, sorry. <laughs> I thought they are going to give him a bit of a Kit Kat. Go on. <laughs> And then the corpse was thrown into the Tiber. That's a river? That's the river in Rome, yes. Right. Uh, my geography is awful. Right. It's probably one of the weirder court cases out there. Can you imagine the amount of piss-offedness you would have to uh, create in your life for people to dig you up, find you guilty, and then, and then rip all your clothes off? Well, after you're dead. I mean, if one was a particularly bitter, cynical, vindictive person um, that was glad to have seen a certain president leave his office, such a person, yeah, I know you are, mate, I could read your mind. (laughs) Such a person might think, um, oh, oh, oh dear, wouldn't it be terrible if that horrible um, fascist died suddenly of a heart attack and then uh, we dig him up and kick at him? Dear listener, go to urbandictionary.com to find out the meaning of kit catting. I guess the parallel I was making was the, uh, yeah, to um, impeach someone after they're no longer president, in this case, you know, mm. alive. So um, there's obviously, I wonder if there was, uh, obviously, they annulled a lot of the things that Formosus uh, put in place. But which is what Biden's doing right now, <laughs> writing mm. executive executive orders like it's going out of fashion, and then yeah, essentially putting someone on trial after they're dead in quotation marks. So, um, 
Maybe it's not as crazy as it sounds. Well, it kind of speaks of a certain amount of... I mean, uh, what... Is it playing to the crowd, though, to dig someone up after they've... No matter how fucking horrible they are, to dig someone up after they've died and to, um, you know, shove three fingers up their arse or whatever you said... (laughs) Um, um, it seems that, well, I mean, in, wait, unless I got like signed up by HBO for a new series, because like I say, they'll sign up any shit. Carol Maskin. Um, it, it, um, yeah, rather extreme. But back then, I don't know. I mean, um, people, I would, well, it's mob mentality, isn't it? You want to um, say, look, we know this man is bad. You know this man is bad. We are showing you how bad this man is by doing this to him. And the crowds go, yay, yay, yay. We'll vote for you. Take our money. I'll suck your cock. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing, isn't it? I, um, I'm struggling to believe that that was the extent of what they did to him, too. That seems like the tame version to me. Do you think maybe like before they did all like the public hu- humiliation, they had a laugh and like they um, like put him at like the breakfast table or something with a load of cuddly toys and you know have <laughs> have him holding like his like penis in his hand and um, yeah, um, but, yeah that's yeah, what I yeah. imagine. You would though, wouldn't you? I mean, obviously they didn't have um, me um, particularly. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like they didn't have instamatic cameras then, but um, oh, God, Im- imagine the fun they could have had back then if they had TikTok. Hey. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move on to the product of the week. Um, this oh, one. Hang on me. a minute. Hang on Ooh, a minute. I'll, go on. Go on. Hang on a minute. I'll get it out my ass. <laughs> there you go. Um, this one annoyed me. I got to say. Um, it is the iSleep laptop-powered nap pillow. What? So this is a. Uh, a pillow for those who are too tired to leave the desk for a nap. You uh, hook this pillow on top of your laptop. And so when you start feeling like you're nodding off, you close your laptop. It's there on top and you can no, just sleep no, on top no, of your no, laptop no, at no, your no. desk. No, 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 no. What's this saying? You should be so overworked that you can't leave your desk to have a nap. Oh, this just screams out to, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite often guilty of this sort of thing. It screams out to the sort of uh, thing, uh, if you build it, they will come. Um, <laughs> people will Ooh. buy it for quirky reasons. Um, I should imagine there possibly are like some real harrowed, simple, overstressed people that, that, that will buy it to generally sleep at their laptops. But um, really... As a concept, if, stupid... Mm, but as as a piece of marketing, can how many of these would be sold for office Chris Kringles, for example? Well, exactly. Go and there you go. Marketing. For ribbing. Here you are, Nathan. You're bludgeoning at your desk for most of the time. You may as well make it official. Here's your Chris Kringle present, the sleep pillow. Ah. He, oh, yeah. He would take it like a badge of honour. Yeah, whilst every day flagellating himself half to death with frustration because he got passed over for promotion but he'll still <laughs> smile and graciously accept the presence so he believes he still exists yes. whereas he doesn't really he's just been brought a shitty present off Amazon <laughs> well we've uh, we've certainly um, talked uh, we, about a lot we, of things this evening we have we, we have most definitely talked 
Well, I'm going to wrap this up, if you don't mind overly much, with the parting oddity of the week. Mm. Um, there's uh, a word. There's a word? Fucking hell. <laughs> there's a word for the fear of long words. Oh, really, is there? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you want to know what that is? I am dizzy with anticipation. Hippopotamonstrosequipedaliophobia. That's unnecessarily cruel, wouldn't you say? Um, that the word for the fear yeah. of long words goes on for three minutes. Well, frankly, it's taking a piss. It might as well be a Welsh word. I mean, <laughs> too many vowels. Well, what did. Yeah, way too many vowels for a Welsh word. I think as a society we can do better than that. We can come up with, you know, mm. ah. ah. That's the word. Yep. That's yep. the word for the fear That's of good. long words, surely. We've got to be helping people more, not, you know, not making them feel worse. Um, Davian. Hello. Thank you for joining me here. Thank you very much for, for having me. Um, any parting thoughts? Um, any parting thoughts now? Any farting thoughts? Um, oh, loads of farting thoughts. Um, I haven't had to hold in my farts during this um, uh, re- recording because I've got like this close mic headset. Um, oh, okay. Whereas if I was recording with my condenser mic, I'd have had to hold the farts in. That's getting a little bit too audio and geeky, so I will shut the fuck up on that matter. Any parting thoughts? Um, no, not really. Um, uh, thank you for having me. Pleasantries there. Um, to anyone else that's listening, please continue to listen to this series or season. It is rather jolly good. <laughs> um, and if I could impart any message, um, uh, try not to be a country road. Take me home.